This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Grim Prairie Tales. I was sucked in. Shut up! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. And we're all back on the same podcast again. Woo! It's been a, a minute. It has been a minute. A minute. Yeah, it's been on like, what, three ep- three or four episodes? Yeah. Yeah, three, four, we seven. We had like... We oh, had Chris knows. holds down this shit by himself month. Yep. <laughs> we got Chris's consistent month. That's true. I'm Chris, the is, only Chris one. is the glue of the podcast. He lives at the microphone, yeah, he, so he's got that glue. Yeah, he, he's made of boiled horse parts. And it's in but true. we won't say it's which in true. ones. I'm not denying it. <laughs> but hey, we're all back, and we watched a movie uh, this, per Brett's recommendation. We did. Uh, so my dad passed away like three days ago, and dad liked westerns and not horror movies so much, and knew that I did a podcast, so. Several highlights and four or five shots of whiskey later, let's yell at Chris. Yeah, we, uh, so yeah, Grim Prairie Tales was the movie Brett picked that was both a, a horror, it was a horror movie with a western theme. I picked it when I saw the name. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, it has Brad Dwarf. And Brent Dwarf. So how bad can it be, right? Those are two great actors. Pr- pr- pretty bad. Well, we'll yeah. dive into that. Mystery. I mean, we'll dive into that later. We get there, Chris. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> That's what Brett does. He ruins, ruins it. help. That's true. You want to just do the outro now? We'll fucking wrap this thing up. You can on Facebook because I have printed you email about as good as you ever do. So that's... <laughs> it's about you as good as the movie, too. You mouth so. and read your book. So, Grim Prairie Tales. We'll start at the beginning. It's an anthology. Mm-hmm. Of garbage. Was a mess. Yes. Was a mess. But it was a pile we, of hot garbage. We drank. We sure did. We did, and we watched it on YouTube. It's available on YouTube. Well, that's, how, that's how you get at that. It's classy. You and, see, and 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 by available on YouTube, I mean it's incredibly blurry on YouTube. Even if you use like an HD version that someone uploaded, which is I think would maybe HD to even on my watch thumbnail because it's it's blurry. Yeah. Movies are a crapshoot. It's like the it's like the full color version of Begotten. If you know, so uh, Google Begotten the movie sometime and uh, look at some images of that. Yeah, it's it's about that good. You should watch Begotten, everyone, right now. Stop. Turn the podcast off. Find it. Uh, and then yeah, yeah. So movie starts, Chris. Yeah, the movie starts, Chris. It sure does. Look at all them words you got in that book. Now get reading. Uh Uh-huh. I would prefer just to read this rather brief synopsis. Doesn't look brief to me. It looks like a (laughs) book. 
So well, if, if Chris is gonna puss out, I will. Uh, I'll start then. I got it. <laughs> so I what, got it. Okay. Chris Go is gonna puss out. He'll start. He'll start. Yeah. I'm succumbing to peer pressure. So anyway, I have to. I have to shame him into doing his job. Jeez, it's fair enough. So you guys have gotten all un- unruly without me around. You have one of several jobs, Chris. That's true. <laughs> so Brad Dwarf, he's setting up camp for the night. Brant Dwarf, not his name. Carlos the Dwarf. Yeah. So, Durfy. So he sets up camp, and he's you know chilling out by the fire. When old uh, Darth Vader, yeah, Darth Vader shows up. Falls of Doom. Darth Doom. So Darth Doom shows up. And he's like, hey, I can't help but notice you got a fire. You want to <laughs> prattle on incoherently for about 15 minutes? And Brad Dorf's I've like, got this yeah. Dead body strapped. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they exchange some pleasantries. Uh, what were your favorite ones, Chris? Uh, I personally like the uh, greasy sleeve. Yeah, there was veiny stuff in there at some point too. Corpulent buzzard was yes, my favorite. Yes. I thought that was over the line personally. And there I don't was, like to hear that yeah, kind there of was also, shit damn language here on Slaughterhouse Princess. There's also sloppy bundle. Or bulge. you gotta put the sloppy bulge, bundle sorry, in the greasy bulge. Yeah. Bulge, bundle, whatever. Put it in the sleeve. So <laughs> basically what happens is these two gentlemen who meet in the middle of the night by a campfire. Decide to trade spooky stories. After 15 minutes pass. Boo! 15, it takes 15 minutes to get to the first story. Uh, we should make an, an anthology. House Princess where we just tell each other scary stories. Mine will be great. Okay. Mine will be, anywhere. I watched Grim Prairie Tales. That's my scary story. Too scary. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 15 minutes. Like, that's inexcusable. I'm sorry. In an anthology, it should not take 15 minutes to get to the first fucking story. Now, does it matter if it's boring as all fuck? Does that help? Or yes. the, the story or the lead up to the story? Both. Because yes. they're both boring. <laughs> but yeah, the, waiting 15 minutes for this story was not worth the wait. But tell us the story anyway, Chris. Yeah, Chris, shut up. Tell us the story. Shut up. Well, I'm glad you asked because the first story is riveting. I don't recall much. (laughs) The first story opens up with um beginning. There's there's an old guy, and um, yep. He he's yelling at. He's writing. And and he goes to the the Native American burial ground. No, 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 no. The politically correct term is OG Americans. Thank you, Troy. Yes, not not Native Americans. We're being so damned insensitive, Chris. I'm tired of your shit. I apologize to all the OGs out there. (laughs) So he, um... Continue, Troy, to fuck it up. He, uh, yells at at what looks like a, a dead OG American. Yep. But then he's not dead, I guess. Or maybe he was. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, he opened his eyes, so I'm guessing he he wasn't dead, or else he was a zombie. I'm not sure which, because of his actions. And then, uh, 
the rest of the OG Americans they they have well, no, well old old OG American bites uh old dude on horse. He's a biter just like Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then old dude on horse falls asleep on the ground after being bitten. Yeah. And then the rest of the OG Americans perform the uh, burial ritual on him. Which involves yeah, like, like and he doesn't wake up the sludge. entire time for some reason. Yeah. And then they bury him in a, a big dirt mound that's hollow, I guess. Yeah, they built like a like a framework of wood and leaves over him. I'm not sure where they got leaves in the middle of the desert. From trees. Oh yes. Yeah, all, all, all the trees in the trees. desert. Yeah, the Joshua yes, trees, apparently. Trees. Cactuses. And then yeah, uh, you too buried him alive. Cactuses are trees. And then the horseman wakes up, and horseman. he's all like, "Uh oh, I'm in this thing. I better use my flint and steel and yell while kids frolic upon my uh, burial mound." Yeah, like he—he's no Ryan Reynolds, that's for sure. <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah, he did like a buried alive movie that I haven't seen yet. Weird. Did he? Yeah. Supposed to be pretty good. I don't know anything about it, but I hear it's good. Chris is aroused by his own teeth. What? What? <laughs> uh, Chris fact? Uh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what side of that you're on. It's true. Uh, you can't stop Brett from adding it on the can't Discord. Stop, won't stop bad boy for life. But um, that that's basically story one. The, the no, guy literally, gets, that gets is bit. story one. Like, there is nothing else to the story. Yeah, he gets bit. They bury him. He's like, uh-oh. And then he's buried. And then he's buried. That's that's it. Yeah. And Brad Dwarf's like, Brad Dwarf! Uh-huh. He's like, hey, Carlos that wasn't a good story. That story was made up, motherfucker. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's, a, he's like, the, he's, a but he loved ass. the juxtaposition of the old like guy like facing death, and then the chill. It ends with children celebrating at the end, and I don't know. He's like trying to like analyze the story, and Fulsa Doom, or I'm sorry, Darth Doom, bounty hunter, is just like, uh, it's a story, and I learned word for word, and I told it word for word, word for word. Yeah, he was real bad about I that. I like that part. Troll yelled like I yell. <laughs> yeah, well, Darth Doom yelled like you yell, so... <laughs> I'll kill that motherfucker. <laughs> I think yeah, James Earl Jones is still alive, right? Fingers crossed. Crawl. He didn't die like in 2016? Crawl. No, I don't think 2016 Crawl. ate him. Crawl. <laughs> Crawl. Since 2016 killed every other celebrity? Yep. That's why there's so many stars out now. It didn't kill... Yeah. Harambe. No, it did, actually. <laughs> so anyway, story two. That was a joke. I could tell by the way it was hilarious. And I laughed audibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read your book, it's gone blank! That's because this movie sucks. Story two. <laughs> story two. It's another riveting tale. About a gentleman on horseback. Because uh-huh. apparently all these stories start with a gentleman on a horseback. Well, it's a western story, Troy. What do you want? Yeah, I guess. 
And Horse Backman. Horse Backman. Yeah. Horse Backman. He comes across a pregnant lady out in the wilderness. Yeah, she's like, we're just wandering like aimlessly through the wilderness. And he's like, so either she's a moron or she's dangerous. A dangerous moron, just like Chris. And uh, he decides he wants to make friends with her and help her out through the wilderness. So he does. And then they set up camp. And they uh, exchange some know. pleasantries. And she reveals that she's fake pregnant. Yeah, like her pregnant belly disappears with weird sound effects. And she's like, hey, look, I just act pregnant with weird sound effects because it makes people not, you know, murder and or rape me out here. Yeah, yeah like people are less likely to rape, rape you if you're Chris. pregnant. And Horsebackman's like, hey, that all fucking checks. That seems legit. Let's do it. So since you don't want to be raped, I'm going to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool because it's all consensual and stuff. <laughs> and then they have the sex. The sex. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what happens, turns out, is that fake pregnant lady uh, has a vacuum vagina that sucks people in. Yeah, she's scary. like a ghost trap. <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters. Or I thought you meant ghost trap like that song by the B-52s. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Ghost trap. Chris, ghost <laughs> trap. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that's, tin roof rusted. That's two tin solid B fifty two goofs in a row. Ghost train. <laughs> so the uh, what? There was one last time too. He, Shut up, he absorbs her. She absorbs him into her own private Idaho. Yep. Virginia. And then he's in her lady bits, and she steals his stuff. Yep, and she's then she's all looking pregnant again. So apparently, she eats with her. Her vagina instead of her mouth. Like on that episode of South Park where they figure out they can eat through their butts and poop out of their mouths? Yep, because butts and vaginas virtually indistinguishable. I know, right? <laughs> you watch enough porn, that becomes true. It's true. They're practically <laughs> the same. And uh, so... You can shove whatever into them with whatever kind of force. Uh... I mean, this a different got, joke. This has got weird real fast. Ha <laughs> <laughs> so ha! Well, we were talking about, like, vaginas, like, uh, like sucking people up into them, so... Vagina butts. We yes, didn't go start ahead, the fire. Mm. Oh, sorry, I was sticking It was with burning the... since the world's been turning. I'm trying to pull down a Billy Joel joke, but I can't. Because <laughs> of the vagina butts? Yeah, because vagina butts, obviously. Yeah. Just, just tell her about it, Chris. That's tell her about it. About it, yes. <laughs> That's a good segue into story three. Uh, were there bonnets? There were bonnets. Well, no, I don't no, fucking remember. No, but this movie does go on for the longest time. <laughs> That's All true. the way back to the little house on the prairie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Anthony's song is sung at some point during this. Is that that song by Green Day? Obviously, this one they recorded in Allentown. About. You know a lot about <laughs> Billy Joel. I know everything. Billy Joe is pronounced Billy Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I apparently know too many Billy Joel songs. 
Um, I've just been spending a minute and a half trying to work a piano man joke in here, but I can't do it. I like Slayer. Yeah, well, here we are. What's it, I, for some reason? What's that river song? I blanked on the name. Angel of Death. Yeah, Angel of Death, the classic Billy Joel tune <laughs> about a river. About a river. That's That'd exactly be awesome. It. Oh Jesus Christ. I don't know. The only river song I can think of is by PJ Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yours. I like Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Also, not Billy Joel, and interestingly enough, Slayer. (laughs) But it is about a river. (laughs) Well, at least the river sticks. See, that's what I was driving at. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my god. That was the long joke. Uh, <laughs> any more prog rock bands from the fucking 80s and or 70s we want to throw in here real quick? 90s. Anybody got a good joke about yes? 90s. I like Roundabout. That's 90s. a good song. 90s. Sponge. Uh, the only hey, 90s. Guys, we could just go round and round about this song. <laughs> That's not even a prog rock song. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, like <laughs> <laughs> so the the yes song is roundabout for the record. So back to your book there, <laughs> Dick Sniffer. And round and round is rat. I realize. Yeah. Okay, as long as we're all on the same page. Anybody got a good striper joke we can work in since we're in the eighties now? <laughs> no, I love some striper. No, I no I'm just snake. a gigolo. I don't know these things. <laughs> Yeah, I do enjoy a California girl. Informer. (laughs) 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 Damn. Okay, so so third story. (laughs) Can we move on, please? Yeah. Brad Dorf says your your story sucks. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) So Brad Dorf is not happy with this. Okay, cool. Carlos the dwarf. So Carlos Mencia is all like, I'm gonna steal your joke. Here's the story. Olay. <laughs> <laughs> this story is about Little House on the Prairie. And meets the I remember that conversation from earlier. In our third tale, we meet up with some homesteaders who are homesteading. And, um, I know, right? That's usually my exasperated sigh. I usually do, but. (laughs) That was Brett providing that one. So they, uh, oh, you can't see this because it's a goddamn podcast, but Brett raised his hand because he wants to speak. Nah, I'm okay. Oh, good. That's a good bit. Solid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So the homesteaders are homesteading, and it turns out that Papa Homesteader is kind of, kind of a, a jerk ass who uses washing Yeah, but washing he really dishes. wants to uh, do the dishes with uh, Mama Homesteader. <laughs> and then, I'll be honest, I'm not 100% on this, but I think maybe tried to have sex with his Were daughter? Were you on 100% of any No, 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 no. There was no attempted daughter sex. He tried to have sex with the wife, and then like these dudes show up on horseback, and they're like, "Hey, 
we have a job to go do. Why don't you come do our job with us? Wink, wink. And Mama Homestead's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't go. And he's like, oh, no, I got to go. There's a job. And she's like, well, was it a job? He's like, no, I'm going. And then they go off, and then daughter follows him. Oh, I don't. See, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention at this point because this movie is, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Of poor quality? Boring as fuck. Yeah, goddamn trash fire. (laughs) So then the the, the daughter sees that he does bad stuff. And maybe is beating someone tied to a tree that's on fire i was is this i'm sorry like the 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 youtube transfer we watched was so fucking blurry i couldn't tell exactly what the fuck was going on but in fairness we watched the youtube version because there's literally no other option available it's without true. paying for this you know fucking good. thing getting it shipped to your house on a vhs tape. and this is and not somebody worth knows paying and- for period I would be willing to pay somebody at least $10 to never give this to me. Okay. Yeah. You don't have it, so I'm not worried about your oh, idle God threat. Bless America. So then um, Mama Homesteader's like, hey, look, maybe your dad occasionally goes out and beats guys tied to Bernie's shit, but he's a good man. And I can identify with that. We can make him a better man. Yeah, we Gutter. can fix him. What's Brent Dwarf think about this? Man, I don't know. Probably something. Since he's a fictional construct you created. (laughs) Shut up! So don't worry, we're on to story four, because this this anthology movie... And for some reason, the quote-unquote creepy ending of this story was when she rides... The daughter rides off into town with the dad to go get supplies. Well, yeah, because like, horse rides. I mean, like, there's no like weird, like subtext or anything to that. Like, I guess she's just like, oh well, my daddy likes to kill people sometimes. Let's go get supplies, and that's supposed to be like the creepy, horrific ending. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's it's real solid. But then we get to the uh, the crown jewel in this. Which is a whole like being the tallest midget. Yeah. It's like being the shiniest poop. Yeah. I mean, congrats, I guess. Doesn't help your situation. You're the most polished lot. turd. Congratulations. Yeah, did you hear that, Chris? All those nice things Troy said about you? Thank you, Troy. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. So then we get to uh, the story of the gunslinger. Slinker. Yes. The, the gun stinker. Slinker. Whatever. And this guy <laughs> is apparently the bestest shooter in all of Shootsville. Shorter. Yep. Because some dude is having a contest so he can get the best gunfighter in the area to work for him and apparently also kill anyone else who might be the best gunfighter in the area at the same time. Well, you don't want him to be too good. That's true. You kill all the other good ones, and you're the best one. So right. then, you know, that's a win, yeah. I guess. You but if you can have a second, you don't even have to be the tallest okay. jockey. You're the only jockey. The moral <laughs> of the story is: is don't kill everybody. Fair enough. So Colonel Sanders is all like, "Have the shootout with this uh, burly Mexican gentleman." Yeah. Is his name El Burlo? No, because that's a made-up and word. I- 
a guy who should have who guy who looked vaguely like Jeffrey Combs, but should have been Rucker Hauer, uh, is is the gunslinger. See, Troy said slinker. Yeah. <laughs> so then they have because, themselves uh, because I yes and motherfuckers that's slinker. <laughs> so then they uh, they have Wait, their little shootout, and of course the Mister Mexican loses. But then he bleeds all over the gunslinger. No, you said it wrong. No, I didn't. And he almost, almost like, said like right, uh, Oberyn Martell's the guy too, but not, but doesn't actually manage it before he dies. You look confused. Do you need some help? Nope. No, I just spaced. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the gunslinger. At some point, has, you uh, should watch Game of Thrones, Brett. Yeah, Game of Thorns. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. You, you Game s- of Boobs really is what it should be called. Yeah, because there's nudity in just about every episode. It really helps with the exposition, though. I like boobs. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think there's some man. I think there's some dick in there too, but there's not nearly penises? as much. Yeah, I know you like those it, too. It's not equal like opportunity. Penises. It's not equal opportunity, but at least it's you know. One fifth opportunity. They gotta show you one dick. Yeah. Fair enough. So anyway, the gunslinger heads back to his uh, room in the brothel, where he gets a prostitute and has some kind of crazy a, fever dream. It's like crazy cartoon. No, that's dream. what sex is. Like ah. I think, like and maybe it was like it could have been like McFarland's like first job. It kind of had like his kind of that kind of feel to it. It was honestly probably the best scene in the entire movie. Yeah. By far. This is screamy bullet. By far. That was his face that got loaded in the gun. And then uh, he wakes up and he kicks out up. the prostitute. Well, because there's blood on his hands. And she's like, oh, that's just my curse. And he's like, everything's Period, dirty. Blood. I must clean everything. And, and flings it right in her eye. One of you are right. It's not Brett. Oh shit. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Fuzzy Leggings shows up and says, We gotta go. That sounds like Chris. Yep, that's Fuzzy Leggings says we gotta go. That's what I do. That's that's my bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, has himself a shave. Yeah, the gunslinker's like, hold on, I gotta shave because my cheeks are a little fuzzy. And then um, Mr. Mexican shows up and and possesses him or is there and then kills him, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, he's usually like one of those cutthroat razors. And so apparently what you do with a cutthroat razor is cut your own throat because a uh, Mexican razor? gunslinger ghost uh, guides your hand across your own throat with it. Because and, and, he bled on you earlier. Yeah, and that literally is the best story out of the entire movie. Chris is the best story. Thank you. Chris, then, Chris is a better story than this movie, yes. Slightly. And then Brad Dorf and... Brad Dwarf! Uh-huh. Carlos the Dwarf. And then Carlos Mencia and Darth Doom <laughs> yell at each other for a while. And then the movie's over. Thankfully. Yeah. Oh, but the ending is oh, like uh, Darth Doom bounty hunter has this bounty tied to his uh, horse 
who's dead. And then he reads off the description and the dude doesn't fit the description. So he cuts him loose and decides to just follow Brad or Carlos to the, to the dwarf, wherever he goes. Right. Um, dwarf. Because why the fuck didn't this movie end with Darth Doom saying, reading off the description of his bounty and it matches Carlos the dwarf exactly. Carlos Mencia! And, and then he like kills Carlos the dwarf and ties him to a horse and rides off into the sunset or sunrise in this case. But like there's, there was no, no good ending to this movie at all. Yeah, but it's over at least. Hooray! Yay! So what do you think, Brett? Well, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> it was a poor movie. It was hard to watch and didn't have enough pixels. But it was a good podcast. What do you think, Chris and Troy, at the same time? Both of you go right now. Okay. We're going to try a new format. Well, you guys got to talk We're going to just talk over each other. This movie was terrible, and I cannot yeah. recommend it. Come on, man, do it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I'll take it. This movie was a hot pile of garbage. You should not watch it. Don't don't even bother looking it up on YouTube. Fuck this movie. Uh, it was boring as shit. I don't know how you get a half hour of Brad Dorf and James Earl Jones acting together and make it entirely unwatchable. Brand and then dwarfed. And, and then put four fucking stories in that are all terrible, one of which maybe was passable. And fuck. Fuck this movie. Don't watch it. Chris, go. Yeah, it's hot garbage. If you took garbage and set it on fire and then made poop on the fire and then threw some more poop on it, it would be a more useful uh, time sink than watching this fucking movie for an hour and 22 minutes. It, the stories didn't make sense. They were boring. It was all true. boring. Everything is true that Chris said. I just... You see Brad Dorf and you're like, yeah, Brad Dorf, oh hell yeah. Oh my fucking God, Brad Dorf. But no, no. Carlos the Dwarf. I'm going to make a copyright claim against this movie on YouTube in the hopes that it'll get taken down, even though I don't own the goddamn rights to it. <laughs> please, please do that. Please. Save, save the world, Chris. One it, DMCA at a time. You know, we've watched some bad movies here on Slaughterhouse Princess. We've watched The Shark Exorcist. We watched. Uh, We've watched Sublime. Yeah, we've watched some real watched dumb the dead shit. Go to die. But you know what? I'm not allowed to pick movies anymore. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> that is worth high fiving. There was a high five there, and I certify it. <laughs> Shark Exorcist was crap, but at least it was crap that somebody wanted to make and had some sort of I don't know passion to do. This was just fucking trash. Yeah, it was it was horrible. Um, I, I don't know why this exists. It shouldn't exist. Yeah, it was real bad. Don't ever watch it. Not even for funsies. But uh, <laughs> thank you for for that. That's that's spectacular that you're doing that. So, so, 
So next week, can we watch It Follows? Yes. Yes, we can. For God's sake. We're going to watch a movie. Because <laughs> I think we're going to watch a movie that's a movie. Like three fucking episodes now. <laughs> yeah, well, this time for reals, we're going to watch It Follows. Because we need to watch something that isn't fucking a dumpster fire. No yeah. dumpster a- fires. I bought the Blu-ray sight unseen uh, because the horror show hot dockies uh, po- pointed out that it was on sale on Amazon at the time for four dollars, and uh, I seem to remember them enjoying it thoroughly when they did their review of it after watching it in the theater because they're good horror movie watchers and will see horror movies in the theater so that people will make more horror movies. Um, so I'm excited about it. That's true. They are pretty good about what's good. Not all the time. They've had some questionable calls, I'd say, but hey. Yeah, like, they they apparently thought that uh, Carnage for the Destroyer was not actually a movie, and everyone who made it hated people who watch his movies. But, you know, I still love the guys. Yeah, they're good folk. We're allowed to disagree respectfully. I like them hamburger guys. Yeah. Oh, Ed Megan, you're awesome. I don't actually have a beef with you. So, and uh, Matt, yes, I do antagonize you, but that's because I like you. And uh, that's what my family does, is antagonize the people we like. Hey, people, I'm a guy. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> well, I don't, no one's proved that yet, Brett. No, scientist. <laughs> also true. So, yeah, so it, it follows. Um, but, Brett, if people wanted to recommend other movies to us, how would they do so? Well, they can find us on Slaughterhouse Princess because we're Facebook on Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast.com or you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play and YouTube and slaughterhouseprincess.com. We are on Reddit because we're at SHP Podcast. Uh, Discord. I like the Discord. Get on Discord. We're Slaughterhouse Princess on that in some searchable fashion. Other mm-hmm. routes. Twister. We're on the Twister with our our Twatish Slaughter Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Our Twat is Slaughter Prince. Did I do good? You did something, buddy. Is it a good job? Did I get my, do I get a paycheck this week? Yeah, so be sure to check out our twat. You get a gold star for that one, Brett. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Perfect. I was just hoping to be on. Uh, this podcast is over. I bet you will put whatever you want at the end of the podcast. Fucking fuck. Shut up. (laughs) I miss you guys.